Dr. Chapa, how you doing? You got a big old box of uh, fun and goodies there on the desk. How are you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing fantastic. And I'm telling you, you said uh, chilly weather, 47 degrees. It is definitely chilly. And uh, I, I, you, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I like I don't know. I saw every all my patients yesterday came in, and it was a wet, dreary day, so it wasn't really cold, but every, but it was kind of cooler because there's no sunshine. And um, it was it was the first day since the the spring uh, forward time uh, time shift that I actually it was you know three o'clock in the afternoon, and I didn't think it should be six. Um, and so I was like, it took me an entire week to acclimate. I think. <laughs> Or I still haven't acclimated, and I just happen to have a cloudy day, and it was just a somber kind of dreary, dark day all day. Um, and and then now, you know, here it is, forty-seven degrees. I'm thinking, man, I got to pull out all that, you know, frosty weather. And um, yeah, we are definitely uh, weenies when it comes to cold weather down here in uh, Galveston County, aren't we? Yes, I, yeah, I am. I, I'm not really a big fan. I'd rather have it be a little bit warmer than than colder. But indeed, indeed, it is I, what it is. It's coming, regardless. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm with you. I like uh, that's why we live on the coast, right? So that it's not cold and it's not cold long. So, but anyway, good morning. This is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. We're excited to be a part of the show uh, here and in, in the broadcast that we do live with KHE Radio. And uh, we're thankful for the podcast that we have and all the different media streams that we have access to. You can just search us up, um, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. You can put in Dr. Aaron Chapa and and, you know, it's, it's a, it, again, coming on the show every week, it, it allows me, one, to uh, just organize a, a thought pattern for wellness and health and continue the voice and the message of hope that people need. There's a lot of people floating around out there that are sick. There's a lot of p- people floating around out there looking for answers to why their body's not performing at the level they want it to. And um, I had a, you know, some interesting situations yesterday at the office regarding the the body being in a diseased state or a state of dis-ease. And you know, there's so many places that people come in to see us. And when your body is not performing at its best, it can be a little bit intimidating, a little bit scary, especially if you can't seem to find an answer, right? So the show is designed for you to ask some questions. So if you've got health questions, um, send them in. Uh, we'd love to you know, note those. Oh, Gary's got one. I have right a question. Yep. I want to ask the first question. I'm going to see who's going to ask the second one. So feel free to ask. Dr. Shop, you got a lot going on here on the, on the desk. You got a, a, big old, a, bowl, a big old toolbox. What's all in there? What do you have? So this is my Dr. Chapel toolbox, and um, and so I thought I'd bring it on the show because people not, uh, have asked, you know, what my supplement regimen looks like and uh, how I organize my supplements. And I have done this many a different ways, where I have <clears throat> taken the little easy dose packets at the at the uh, Walgreens and and sorted them out, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And put the entire exact uh, you know regime in the pack, and I would lay those out for a, you know six six or seven days. I call that pill sorting. Um, I've done it where I've carried bottles around. I've done it where I have uh, put them in Ziploc um, sandwich baggies or snack baggies. Uh, I mean, I've done so many different varieties. The the system that I typically always come back to because it's easy is the system that I use with the tackle box. The, the tackle box is just that, a tackle box, and I literally take a piece of paper, and I, I brought it the way it was, so there's nothing fancy about it. You can actually hold that. <laughs> and um, I took and tore up a piece of paper, and I scribble all over it. 
and I put what the supplement's names are, and I put the dose uh, that I need to take a day uh, to remind me if it's a new product or what I'm kind of currently working on. And uh, and then I come over to my box, and if you let me see that little piece of paper, uh, in the first box tray, and you can kind of like hold that up gently, uh, would be like uh, calcium magnesium uh, on the right side and then organically bound minerals ah. next door and then AF beta food and then Spanish black radish and then mineral force and then uh, andrographis and that is six products right there that at the at any given point in my day um, that can tote around with you in a lunch kit that can tote around with you in a purse that could get to your office from your car very easily and effortlessly and that is you know a very simple way to tote around a lot of pills and that's actually more than a day that's several days and um, and then on the other side I have six other products that you know I sort um, the same way and so I have Energy Force, Liver Force, um, Adaptocrine, Cataplex B, Core, Emuplex, and Cat C. So I can quickly just come over here and start grabbing my pill counts. And, and you know, I typically do tablets first, and then I, you know, throw those back. Tablets first, and then you do the ones that are, what are the other ones called? Ca the, capsules. Okay, gotcha. Yep, and then I'll do the capsules next. And the whole idea is just to make it easy. So, like, if I found, you know, because I take handfuls of things all throughout the day, mm -hmm. that it makes it easier to uh, swallow whenever I'm not, I don't have, like, a bunch of different textures mixed in at the same time. Right. And that's just what seems to have worked for me because a lot of people from a, look, the pills don't work in the bottle. <laughs> you know, you got to get them out of the bottle into your body and uh, and, and then so you know, figuring out how, what the methodology is. I mean, yes, I can swallow 20 capsules at one time or 20 tablets at one time, but I don't, that's unnecessary. You know, it's a, a small handful here, uh, you know, makes a, a big difference. That's six, you know, pills and then six tablets. I mean, my system's off and running. I've given my body energy from the B vitamins. I've given my body liver support from the liver force. I've given my body the AF beta food bioproduction. I've come in and stimulated the energy mitochondrial pathways to make sure that my system's up and running. By the end of the show, man, I'm not going to stop talking. You're going to have to like just be 24 hours, <laughs> choppy, 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 you know, and you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, chop, what's going on? Let's do it. There is a question that has come in about, about supplements. It's from Solion. She said, have you heard of the brand Coconut Cult? And I asked her, what do they do? And she said, it's a, it's a website where you go fill out a questionnaire, and I guess they make like a custom package for you of supplements. Have you heard of any websites or brands that are doing stuff like that, and what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, so uh, I have not heard of that particular brand, um, you know, game. But, you know, so for the doing the questionnaires, there's so many value. Val that's why we have our website the way we set ours up, um, is that it has questionnaires to help you start seeing how to assess yourself. I was just talking to a, a patient the other day and uh, or yesterday, and we have been we're so conditioned to be busy that we have be actually become disconnected on how our body is communicating. And we just accept the status quo of I got a headache or I've got a low energy or I've got low or a brain fog or I have you know a skin rash or I've got acne or I've got dandruff or whatever your symptom is. And people go, I've had that my whole life. And, um, and I'm like, oh, well, that just means that nobody's taught you how to fix it. That means that nobody's taught you how to get to the underlying root of it. And so questionnaires are fantastic in giving insight to why the body's breaking down and then a supplement regimen you know 
again, quality is everything. I don't know. Um, I'd have to do some research around that, but I'm assuming that it's probably, you know, not terrible, right? It, but I love the concept, and I would always steer people towards back to the concept that the majority of any program that they're on needs to be a food-based protocol. And then we supplement with food-based supplements. And then when we need like acute care or, or something to you know, make a, a fast impact because we're overly stressed or we got just we're burning the candle at both ends for a season and we're going into that hustle and bustle type season. You may need to up your uh, B vitamin intake or your mineral uptake so that your body doesn't run dry. So it's a good question. I have another question. This is from me. What are you drinking? Oh, this is a dandy blend. Dandy Blend is a um, a dandelion coffee alternative and uh, works really great on a kind of a chilly day. It's like a warm tea, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for real coffee drinkers, they will tell you it's not coffee. Uh, but at the end of the day, by the by, you know, a couple days into it, they go, you know what? It's not too bad. It smells good. Um, you know, when it's nice and hot. Um, I, mine is not hot. I'm just doing mine uh, cold. Uh, but you can put some cinnamon in it. It kind of changes the aroma. If you don't like cinnamon, you can do a little vanilla. A uh, little vanilla beans always good for things. And so, um, but the dandelion is very good for the digestive system. It's very good for the liver and the bowel production pathways in the liver. And you know how I like and feel about the liver and digestion. It's oh yes, important. definitely yeah. do. Okay, here's a question that's come in, and I've I've often wondered this myself. Um, they ask if you, can Champa talk about kidney stones, how to avoid them, and the process of, of passing one. Oh yeah, Whew, painful. Um, yeah, so kidney stones are an interesting uh, dynamic, and they're, they're basically when the bot when the everything is going to come back down to digestion. And so if your digestive tract is slow and sluggish, your 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 portal vein off that feeds back into the liver for you know reprocessing, um, the body's not going to leave toxins in the bowel. Um, and it's going to find an alternate route, and it's going to route it back up through the liver and to be reprocessed. And but the liver's not dumb; it's going to say, "I've I've already done this work once," so it sends it elsewhere to a different department, and it starts sending things over towards secondary exit channels, and it could send it through the. The, the you know the high sinus you know ears nose throat it could send it out the lungs the asthma wheezing air hunger up respiratory it could send it out the skin or it, uh, so your acne's and your skin issues of all kinds dry skin and uh, eczema psoriasis it could send it through the kidneys and then you start seeing high blood pressure you see low energy you see swelling in the joints pains in the joints and and then your your body. Uh, when it's sending this stuff over to the kidneys, it can be very acidic um, because these are toxins that need to be, you know, in this case, maybe pooped out instead of peed out. Uh, but it's reprocessed into a way that the, the kidneys can handle it, and that's a good thing. Uh, but it still is very acidic, and and so that can create irritation and cause urinary distress. Um, uh, urinary sluggishness just like in the bowel and anything that gets sluggish you know that doesn't flow well accumulates coagulates and it starts to form potential stones these can be calcium stones oxalate stones i mean there's different styles of stones out there Um, it could be because people are taking the wrong type of calcium they're taking calcium carbonate which you know is a fake form i don't say fake form it's a 
It is a bound form of calcium that is as good as sidewalk chalk or the seashells that are on the sea. And and you can't digest that. I mean, I don't know about you, but if your kid picked up a seashell, you would not let them eat it. And I would not either. Although I might have been one of those kids that might have nibbled on a little chalk just to see um, what it tasted like. So sorry about that. Uh, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, experimentation. My good Watson, <laughs> experimentation, right? Right. Um but the the calcium uh, carb calcium carbonate in the form of a supplement, and you see this in a lot of over the counter mega bottles. I mean, you've seen those like you know fifty two hundred pills of calcium and magnesium and D mixed together, and they're like you know as uh, they're so big you got to like chisel them down into something that you can bite size. Um, those are typically a cheap synthetic form of calcium. And when you put synthetic form of anything in your body, magnesium, calcium, iodine, and your trace minerals of sorts, um, they sound good on the label because at the end of the day, you can't argue with the idea that minerals are good for you, except that the way they're delivered matters. If I delivered a safe to your front door or if Amazon delivered, delivered a safe to your front door and it had lock a padlock on it or one of those you know fancy locks that it's it's like a safe it can it can be burned it can be shot it ain't going to open up unless you have the right combo mm-hmm. to make it usable what that for which is inside calcium carbonate's one of those things that you have to have perfect stellar amazing digestion in order to break it down so you have a tendency when this stuff starts to accumulate and coagulate in the kidneys create these little stones crystallizations and they're not like smooth stones like david picked up to slay goliath okay these are like stalactites these are like very sharp jagged jagged rigid uh they got little fine teeth on it uh i mean they're they're like little crystallizations and you would not want to um rub it on your skin much less squeeze it through your kidneys with the intricacies and the amount of activity that's going on in uh the the kidneys i mean think of a very crowded area and then somebody's walking through with spikes all over them you know the neighboring mm-hmm. people are going to get whacked and jump back and it's going to create disruption and so in what we do is we come in and we will help the um, the body melt those stones down by changing the calcium magnesium phosphorus ratios and, p- and some people may not think that's possible but that's okay uh, i've seen it done many many a time we do it all the time and calcium magnesium phosphorus ratios help maintain a adequate use of calcium and in uh, in this case and all of a sudden we see the um uh, stones begin to melt down because if phosphorus is out of balance, calcium's too high, we've got an issue. If and if magnesium's too low and calcium's even if calcium's low and phosphorus is low, you get all these low factors. It 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 creates this coagulation and forming. So we want to help change. We might add phosphood, uh, phosphorus, which is a phosphoric acid. And if you think of the old dirty you know, pipes uh, commercial where they would pour Drano down the pipe, that is essentially what we're doing with phosphoric acid is we are putting a, health, a, a healthy amount of phosphorus into the system, which then converts down into this phosphoric acid, which can melt things that are in the blood flow uh, of the kidneys out. 
Well, then we can dilate the ducts um, using you know d different food products like rutin, for an example, or cranberry, uh, for example, butcher's broom, um, hibiscus leaf. Um, even dandelion has been shown to help. So I said it was more liver, and it is, but it has also been beneficial in helping kidney function more effectively. And that's opening and closing those ducts, those, and, and making sure that things flow more effectively. So we can come in and we can open up the channels, we can flush what loose debris is in there so that, yes, it's, I mean, stones are going to hurt regardless, but if you've got a gigantuan stone, and, and and we can even tag team sometimes when they're really, really big, we'll have them go do the therapy to break that down and um, uh, medically, and then we'll help the body pass those stones more um, painlessly. It's not necessarily painless, but it is less pain than you would have had had you um, gone if you tried to pass something like that on on your own yes okay here's another so, it's a big question but I mean it, there's there's solutions gotcha all right here's another question that came in again reminder feel free to ask questions and feel free to share this let us know what you have going on um, and good morning to everybody who asked said what they have going on and good morning back to you uh, here someone said I was talking to my friend recently about air purifiers for the home what are your thoughts on all of that and do you have any kind that you recommend in particular Oof, I might not be able to remember the brand that I use. I'm going to try to see right now if I can pull it up. But I definitely think, you know, again, going back to our conversations in the past, that if we are to um, filter our water, because if we don't filter our water, we become the filter, we ought to mm -hmm. consider filtering our, our, our air as well because the air – uh, is not always that clean. And they have found that many times the air in the house is more toxic than the air outside, even on the days when you're getting the big you know, alerts to what's going on um, in the... Um, in our environment. So when environmental allergens are high, when, and when environmental toxins are high, your house although still safe, is oftentimes more toxic. Why? Well, people paint all the time things in their house. People have the little um, smelly things in their house all the time. Uh, and all these things put off these fumes and gases, and we're sitting there breathing that in. Uh, our beds are, you know, laced with flame retardant. Uh, our a lot of our blankets have, you know, biochemicals on them, uh, and and so what happens is we're we're living in an environment, an enclosed environment, and we have in such energy efficient homes these days that there's not a lot of breathing room for the house. So cleaning and purifying the air is an absolute. So you could take this a couple of ways. What if you just simply once every couple of years had your ducks your ducks cleaned? Well, I mean, that's not a bad idea because at the end of the day, I mean, you dust the top of that refrigerator, right? I mean, you might do it every couple of years, <laughs> but that's the point is it's accumulating waste over time. And yes, that's moving air um, and it shouldn't accumulate as much, but it does. And um, and so that could be a benefit. Uh, they, they, and I don't have a company particularly that I recommend to do that. Um, there, ha I, mean, I have used companies in the past, uh, but also you know I like the idea of simply putting a UV light in your AC system. Uh, and a UV light in your AC system uh, will neutralize any contaminants and kill off tons of microbes. Uh, you know, quick, fast, in a hurry uh, through the process of air passing over the 
over the light um, as it's coming into the duct system and then it's distributed to the house. So you clean your ducts, have a UV light. Now all of a sudden your air is more like purified. You know, it's very cleaned out and the microbes are killed off and the molds and spores are killed off and, and reduced significantly. So now when you're in your house for eight hours at least, 10 hours at least sleeping, well, guess what? That is a very easy way to maximize cleaner air to breathe because air is the number one nutrient. You mm. kind of sort of need it. Without it, we're in trouble. And, uh, and so we, we always maximize uh, that aspect of cleanliness. Um, and so then, so is it the filter at the return that does it? No, not really. That's just airflow. Yes, it gets and catches the big stuff, um, and that's what it's designed to do. It's not enough, however. It would be like some of these cheap little you know, pitcher filters in your refrigerator. You've got to up the ante, and you've got to get a better quality filtration system on your water because, again, if you're drinking chlorinated water, you're putting so many chemicals in your body that it, uh, it's just not healthy. Like, you just can't can't expect your body to ever be healthy doing that. And so knowing your you know, sources of these contaminants is important, and air being the number one nutrient, we need to maximize our air quality. So that means, hey, right now, while it's nice and chill, turn your fire on, you know, just kind of nice, and then open up the front of your house and the back of your house and let the wind just blow through and, and, and let the air be cleansed and bring in some fresh air. And, uh, and I mean, we have, you know, six humans living in our house and four dogs and two cats. <laughs> We're like a zoo. So our door yeah. is open all the time. And so uh, I'm in a different situation, but that doesn't mean my bedroom is getting good airflow and circulation, you know, crack a window. Um, now, the I also have, and I believe it's called Pure Air uh, is what is the brand. It's what I see in my head, but I was trying to look it up real quick. I couldn't find it. But um, I'll, I'll look it up, and I'll have to see if I can get um, one of my team members to put it in the in the chat. But this device is a, a basically a UV light uh, for my bedside, and it takes care of my entire room and beyond. It does more than that, but it definitely is says it's designed for you know, um, my bedroom and it, it has a big UV light inside of it and it purifies and neutralizes the air right there by my bedside. And so that is a really ni nice tool that I've found effective. And, uh, you know, it has a little white noise uh, coming off of it. So it's not disruptive in any way, but it, man, it just kind of doze off and know that you're cleaning, uh, you're breathing clean, fresh air. Um, and, and, and again, these uh, UV lights sometimes need to be changed. That is a maintenance thing that you have to keep up with, uh, and uh, but that's okay as well. And um, but just so that you know, but when you like looking at a bedroom, for example, and, and it's closed off to the main doors of the house and where people are coming and going, you're getting some of that fresh air in those areas. You can improve your nutrient, you know, uh, purity, uh, air by cleaning the filter, just having a bedside unit that is UV based. And there's HIPAA filters. I mean, there's all kinds of different types. And so I would potentially use different types for different medical situations. The ones that I just described would be for, I mean, I use that just for like a wellness plan. So, you know, if you've got advanced issues, we might actually build you something different. This is a question kind of piggybacking off of the air purifiers. Do you use, um, you know, hu air humidifiers, dehumidifiers, and when would be the right time to use them? 
Uh, I typically do not use those in my house, but not for any reason um, f- uh, because I just we don't, we don't really need them. Uh, but we do like the salt lamps, which it, you know the salt lamps kind of put off um, a a way of cleaning the air and purifying the air as well. People see those salt lamps; those work really well, and uh, they're you know good energy for the. Uh, the environment and uh, for the plants that you might have. Bringing pl- live plants in your house is is absolutely one of the best things you could do is get inside plants and l- and learn to be a green thumb. I mean, yes, you're going to kill some on the front end. You're learning. <laughs> um, you're going to overwater it. You're not realizing that it just needs an ice cube, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, well, I don't have one currently, but my wife will bring home an orchid from time to time, and we follow the directions, and we kill it every time, so I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. But, um, you know, give me some African violets, and I can grow those babies. So, you know, but having house plants, although they need, you know, tender love and care, can be absolutely one of the very best purifiers of your house. And uh, I think even would, you know, have an impact on how your um i don't know if it would actually it might a little bit change some of the humidity factor it's really hard to compete when you have your ac unit drying the air and or the heat uh you know drying the air so much but in some respects you could uh use a, a humidifier i just tip uh, just typically don't okay here's another question that we have um i always get sick in the fall why is that and i know we've talked about this before sure october 31st you know, there's Halloween. There's a lot of candy going around. Lots of sweets. The weather changes. What it? What is it? So you know, uh, it, it is the weather changing. Uh, we go from wet, you know, to cold, and then and down here in Galveston County, we're always kind of up and down. Like we get like a, like a, a week, a winter blast for a week, and then we're back in shorts and sandals next week. Um, but it's the sugar. It's the pastries. It's the uh, processing of food that catches up to us. It's the late night party nights. It's the you know go 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 hustle bustle that we wear our bodies down and our nutrient demands have gone up and we mm. didn't meet the demands. And so one of the simplest things that we use in our office is called Immuplex. Um, and Immuplex has the ability to rebuild the blood, the spleen, the, the liver, the, uh, um, the lungs, and, and T-cell production from your bone marrow. Very powerful tool. And I uh, had a, a gentleman yesterday, he's, you know, he travels about six months out of the year, but when I see him um, in the quarters, he comes in, and we work on different things throughout the months that he's gone. And Immuplex is for him and his wife. Yesterday was the conversation, you know, just one uh, capsule twice a day. It can help you know, ma- uh, balance out your white blood cell count. It can help uh, maximize T-cell production for whenever you do get exposed to a bug, and you don't have to call on Congoplex because your bodies go, oh, I got this one. You know, and then, of course, if you do get sick, um, that is an indicator that your minerals are low, your calcium magnesium is low, and that potentially can cause your immune system to be always kind of behind the eight ball, a victim of the environment, a victim of what's happening at, um, uh, you know, uh, with the, at the expense of the weather. The weather should not make us sick. It shouldn't. Um, the environment really shouldn't make us sick, although we're learning, you know, more and more 
It's the body's inability to get rid of the toxins that we're exposed to in the environment that is actually making you sick. And so what happens is when the weathers change and we get more comfy, we also stop kind of getting uncomfortable and going to the gym, going out for walks. We get stagnant. Uh, we also maybe indulge in a few more cocktails at parties and um, pastries and parties and candies at parties and pies at parties. And we really need to be thinking, you know, taking a step back. And this is something I discovered just to, even just a few years ago uh, because you know I remember as a teenager in high school I could eat like 30 slices of pizza at CC's pizza you know and and the and I felt really proud of myself because the the biggest football player on the team could eat 40 and I was not too far behind him and um, and 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 of course now if I did that I'd probably be in the hospital for a week um, which you know I definitely don't want to do um, but at the end of the day, um, people overeat, right? People just flat out overeat and they go, well, but I'm eating all the good stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but n you were never designed to put a 16 ounce steak in your belly in one setting. You know, that just got popularized uh, by John Candy in The Great Outdoors in the 1980s film, right? And he had to eat that big old steak with the gristle on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't, I think it was like 20, I don't remember, it's huge. But anyway, funny story, funny movie. Um, <laughs> let that one go. <laughs> I just saw something in my head. Uh, but anyway, the, um, uh, we overeat. And, and I, you know, I, I look in the old, you know, records and research where these bodybuilders were talking about people overeating even in the 40s. So it's not like, you know, overeating. I mean, that was before, like, we, you know, magnified our food, supersized our food and, you know, ate abundance. You know, we could eat two burgers instead of one. Um, before This is before all of that. And people are, were, you know, quoted as people overeat and overconsume. And so things just come flat out down to stagnation. We're less active. We indulge in a little things more than we frequently do. And we overconsume in the areas where we shouldn't or normally don't. Because we are like, you know what, I've worked all year. I deserve this. Uh, I owe this to myself. We rationalize about our bad behavior. And boom, voila you've got a recipe for illness, a recipe for sickness. And then we have to come in and clean house. We have to get you to go back to the basics. Look at that food log. How many meals a day are you eating? How big are those meals? We have to go back and look, are you getting that water in? Are you taking, yes, you got a party Saturday night. Great. But what are you going to do all week long to prepare to make sure that when Saturday comes, you're not four days into a sugar binge, that you're not, you know, five days into, oh, man, I just didn't have time, inconvenience food, processed food, you know, fake food. Remember, if you eat make-believe food, the best you'll ever get is make-believe health. Make-believe health, Guardy. I mean, it's, it happens every time. And uh, so the truth be told, we've got to keep that... Um, uh, we got we got to keep that idea that we've got to be cognizant of how much food we're putting on our plate. So even when I go eat my big Thanksgiving dinner, I'm going to have a lot of food and I'll probably still eat too much, uh, but it's going to be small portions so I can taste a lot of things, even the dessert. Great question. Excellent question. That's awesome. All right. So we have some more questions that have, that have come in. Um, and I saw one here. I'm trying to find it again. Oh, this one. Here we go. 
Um, this son is someone asking about their kid. They said, my kid sleepwalks. What are your thoughts on that? What's up with sleepwalking? Ooh, sleepwalking. Okay, before we do that, I've got a quick little uh, commercial break. Um, so tonight we have our holiday baking class. We want to invite you to come out to Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center's event center so that we can teach you how to leverage and use healthy sugars in your holiday baking. You will love this class. It's a phenomenal class. Um, and you're going to learn a lot. You're going to get some recipes. You're going to get to taste some food. You're going to get to smell some food cooking. I mean, it is very exciting. I'm already getting you know fired up and, to, uh, and excited about it for you. And so we definitely hope that you come and learn. What's the cost? Is there any cost? What does it take to attend? Uh, just showing up tonight at 6.30 p.m. at 322 East Main Street in League City, Texas. And you can call our office, 281-554-8600 if you want to register and uh, come on down. But you do not have to technically register. We'll take you at the door. And it is a free-to-you program. So just come on down and, and enjoy the evening and let us educate you and teach you. Also, um, would love to just remind people of our Black Friday sale coming up next Friday. We've got a really special, it, it really is a, a patient customer appreciation day. Uh, it's an opportunity where you can put your orders in. Um, now we've got or we've been filling orders all week. Obviously, you can't pick them up until Black Friday, and um, and we don't do anything with anything till you know, Black Friday. But we we we're getting those orders put together so that we can help maximize you guys's uh, you know going into your health journey with the tools that you need to, to be the best version of you, which is a really cool thing uh, that we have been doing for the last, like, I think four years now, five years. So anyway, uh, hope that you guys attend tonight and uh, indulge in our Black Friday Living Well specials. So back to sleepwalking. Here we go, sleepwalking. Uh, sleepwalking is in the same, um, it's going to be in the liver realm. And uh, what happens is, a couple things is when there's a toxicity in the liver that the body can't process well, um, it draws a lot of minerals to it, and and because toxins demand minerals, and so your body's not going to let just some random toxin float around and allow you to um, uh, go through your day without an escort because they're not safe. It'd be like, you know, I remember hall monitors. There was always a hall monitor that made sure that people left leaving class weren't vandalizing the hallway walls while they were on their way to the potty. And so hall monitors are important. Well, minerals in some respects can act like hall monitors. And so we want these hall monitors to um, manage who's floating down, you know, blood work, uh, blood red blood cell lane in order to maximize how your um, getting rid of toxins. And so when there's an excessive amount of toxins in the body uh, bound up in the liver, typically due to people being just flat out dirty bowel syndrome or sluggish or constipated, the liver uh, uses up all these minerals and your, your brain can't get into a deep sedative state. And so we will feed and work on the liver to help the, maximize the process. We'll clean out the bowels to help maximize the liver drainage ability. And then we'll remineralize the person in order to help the brain go deeper into a sedation state where they're not up moving around. So sleepwalking is minerals, liver, and bowel. And so, but we know that it's going to be a toxic issue where these toxins are floating around unattended in the body, lack of minerals, and they Ex hyper excite the brain, uh, par the, the parts of the brain that are act that you're uh, reflexive, and you can find yourself up and moving around and 
I don't want to say cooking a meal, but, you know, roaming the streets. Even I've heard some extreme cases. But if we can get the minerals up high enough, that person will sleep deep. Uh, This is the same with people that have very vivid dreams. Vivid dreaming is another aspect of a liver congestion mineral issue. And so we can come in and calm that system down simply by um, remineralizing, decongesting the liver, and opening up and pushing the bowels. So that is where I would start. Now, there's probably more to this story. They may be um, trying some things. It may They may not have tried it long enough, or maybe they're not trying the right thing, but we want to hear that story. See, when you come in, we're, we're going to listen to that number one symptom, sleepwalking, but then we're going to get under that. And what we want to see under that is, all right, do you get headaches too? Do you have floaters in your eyes? Do you have allergy eyes? Do you have red eyes? Do you have cramps in your feet, arms, legs, or hands? Do you have issues with palpitations or heart issues, challenges? Do you have challenges with reflux, indigestion, bloating, or gas? Do you have challenges with joint pain or arthritis? Or do you have already dreaming issues and sleep issues? There's just a, a lot of questions that we want answers to so that we can help better serve the, the fundamental you, the whole person of you. So, Um, That is a great question, and all these questions, I'd probably come back with that statement is, this is what I would do, but this is what I would want, is I'd want to get that history. I'd want to sit down and look the patient in the eye and say, okay, tell me the story. You know, let's listen to that story. Let's break that story down because that's where the true magic secret sauce is, is getting into the, the story and listening and listening and going, oh, there's a pattern. Oh, there's a pattern. And then I know the pattern. And I've, I've seen it so many times, it just shows up symptomatically different, but the cause is oftentimes similar. So another great question. All right. Here's a question. And this one I'm curious for for myself as well, since I have a, a newborn baby as well. So what supplements do you recommend I keep on hand for my newborn baby to help them through flu season? Okay. So um, newborn babies. The simplest thing is mama's breast milk. That would be the number one. Let's say that um, you're a mom that is breastfeeding and you want to improve or enhance the immunity of the milk. You would take things like Congaplex, Immuplex, calcium magnesium powder, Cataplex C um, to help maximize your nutrient delivery of the milk supply that you're giving your kid. That would be the easiest way to uh, maximize the kid's um immunity and recognizing that, you know, they don't even form antibodies during the first year. So uh, you really just want to keep their digestion moving healthily and you want to be pouring nutrients in so that their body can absorb it. So I'm, I would even say I have a product called Femax, which is like a blood building herbal uh, that helps iron levels, you know, balance out, oxygenate the tissues, maximize nutrient delivery. And we would use that as a liquid. And I'd even just stick that straight in a child's mouth. Or let's say that they got sick. And what do you do then? I'd give calcium magnesium powder, uh, which is a white powder. I'd just take a little finger full of it, stick it on the inside of their cheeks, and they would kind of gum it around, map, 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 and, and then they would swallow it down. You could even put a little eyedropper of water, uh, shoot that in so they can help that swallow down easily. And I would totally do that, you know, even with uh, fevers or chills or achiness or flu-like symptoms um, because the body just needs the calcium magnesium for a couple reasons in a child and an infant. Number one, uh, they're growing, and they're growing quite astronomically. I mean, how old is your baby now? Uh, seven weeks. And is the baby bigger 
uh, than when the baby came out. Oh, yes. I mean, so from a standpoint of growth and development, there's something that you can't control. This baby keeps elongating. It's like you're sticking fertilizer on, on them. And right now, to do that, the body makes it look easy, but the body does that through nutrient repletion and nutrient uh, necessity. So the body takes the nutrients it needs from wherever it needs it, and so you can create deficiencies in one area if we're not mindful. So we want to make sure that we supply basic building blocks. I have a couple liquid herbal product, uh, a liquid vitamin products that we could take dropperfuls and just give droppers of called Intramax, Intramin. 415 different ingredients that you'd be potentially giving your kid in a liquefied form in order to help their nutrient intake go up. And we would start slow seeing like how a seven-month-old would respond to such a thing. And of course, if there is fever and chills and flu and the achy and, and you can't get that to stop, well, <laughs> calcium, magnesium, first and foremost, sesame seed will, you know, will pop that little pill open and squeeze that into the child's mouth. Um, I've even taken that, squeeze it on a saucer, like a little plate, and then I put a little bit of the calcium, magnesium powder, I'll open up a capsule of thym- uh, Congaplex, and I will finger that around on the plate, and then I'll shovel that in the kiddo's mouth. And what that does is that helps the, the child um, get more uh, nutrients in faster. Well, they're a newborn. They don't. Know, I don't think they really need that. Well, no, no. They, they. If they're sickly, if they have symptoms of sick, they they could benefit from the immune system going to the gym and learning how to fight this fight. So, if you give the tools to the body to go fight the good fight, it will learn sooner than it would have if you didn't give it the right tools. Or worse, the body now starts pulling nutrients from growth and development, and now we limit a growth span. So what if, like, the kid has the the IQ potential of, you know, super high, but they miss their mark because they didn't develop well in their youth because they lacked minerals? Let's say they were supposed to be six foot, and they're only five eight because they missed their mineral needs during growth and development. Uh, So in a growth and development mindset, a growth and development body structure, the system as a whole begins to evolve uh, if the nutrients are there the way God designed it. And it's less likely capable to keeping up with the demands of its potential if it lacks the resources. And so we come in and we will help you figure that out. So we have tons of ideas. We have homeopathics. We have you know powders. We have liquids. Uh, we have all kinds of ideas to help sick kids, sick babies, infants, uh, get well, stay well, and teach mom and dad how to take care of them at their best. I know you talked about uh, first and foremost, breast milk being the thing. And so the mom eating, I guess, like good, healthy, nutrient-rich foods to be able to give the baby that, pass that on. I mean, that works in the opposite if they eat foods that aren't Yeah, rich. so that's true. So uh, I've had patients come in and the kid is sick all the time and they can't figure out why. And it's because mom is on milk or and the, and the baby's allergic to the milk. And so every time mom drinks the milk, mom doesn't notice anything prob- problematic with her tummy or her allergies or her lymph nodes, but the baby is mucousy and struggling. Um, or it could be gluten or it could be nuts or it could be steak. You know, you're kidding me. It, you know, I've seen uh, A-blooded babies not be, uh, be all constipated because mom keeps eating steak because she's O-blood and she handles it or B-blood and she can handle it. So knowing a little bit about yourself and your own health history, and a lot of times when moms bring in infants for care, we really need to talk to the mom. 
we really need to talk to the dad. We really need to get them on boards with with a the program in order to maximize um, their child's dietary needs. So, hey, and it doesn't mean forever. It might just be for the next three months. It might be for the next month, you know, depending on when they come in and where they're at in the growing cycle. Another excellent question because it's not it's not a one and done. Well, I can't eat meat anymore because when my mom was breastfeeding me, she said it constipated me. Well. Okay, that might be true, uh, but I mean, we your digestion system is immature until 26 months. Gardy, that's two years, two months. That's a long time to be on the planet to to make a you know open ended claim that you can't ever. I don't ever want to tell anybody they can't have ever, uh, but I definitely know that there is truth to people that have sickly kids, refluxy kids, colicky kids, and the foods that they're eating or being fed through the breast milk that mom is eating. So you got to really think about that. Great question. As a follow-up. Yeah, that reminds me of a couple different things, but I'm going to go and ask because there's a lot of questions <laughs> that have come in, so I want to make sure I ask as many as possible. Um, here we go. Okay, almost every morning, one of my kids sneezed several times. A few minutes after they wake up, what does this mean? Uh, liver did not keep up with its demands overnight. Bowels did not kick between 5 and 7 or within the first hour waking up. And because the bowels did not move and kick, they're carrying around extra toxins in their lymph system, and the body will find an exit strategy. So in this particular child's case, they need more liver support bowel work. We've got to clean up their bowel. So we go back to their diet. What are they eating typically for breakfast? Oh, they eat waffles, syrup, and cereal. Okay. And then what do they eat for lunch? They eat spaghetti and bread and or you know a grilled cheese sandwich uh what do they eat for dinner they eat pizza or a burger uh from a fast food chain with some big old frenchy fries and maybe a little milkshake and we wonder uh at that point in time um why their liver's congested and their body just has a hard time keeping up with the the you know with that toxic burden and it maybe it's not that bad in your home uh and maybe you eat perfectly so okay could you still have a slower than normal operating bowel system and therefore making your liver slow, even if you eat perfect. Well, yeah, of course. I've learned with my own body that like, if I were to kind of dissect okay, my, my digestive tract as a, as a freeway, so we got 45, mile marker X, right? So in Galveston, I believe it's zero. And then down here, I don't know what the number is, but it's like- 13. Thir okay, so you know. Um, so we're 13 miles from the coast. Um, from so we're, we are the same way the coast would be the outlets okay and so um, let's say that you know at the mouth it's zero and then as you go through the system let's just say that it's 28 you know mile markers you Gardy, could have a issue at mile marker 15 and I could have one at mile marker 27 which is going to create a different level of symptom patterns for you and I. And that's what we start to see. So in this case, this child could have, say, mile marker, say, I'm just throwing one out there, um, mile marker 15, right in the middle, where the, where the liver's dumping a lot of nutrients in, uh, enzymes in to digest fats, proteins, and carbs. And, and then at that, at that juncture of time, uh, that is backlogging, and it's really slow at that mile marker. There's a traffic jam. There's a wreck. There's something bogging it down. And it makes itself manifest at that mile marker 15 in the sinuses. And so if we can clear the bowel, we can clear those sinuses. And that body won't use the sinuses at the sneezing rate to drive it through that toll booth. And so 
Now for me, it happens at say mile marker 25 and I get a headache in the base of my skull or I feel tension, lots and lots of tension at the base of my skull. That is a subocular, uh, suboccipital headache and that suboccipital headache is a digestive headache. It always is. If it's left side, it's left side congestion. If it's right side, right side congestion. If it's in the middle, it's, it's location. It's at which mile markers it's showing up. So if you've got that tension back there. And, and so we listen to those symptom patterns, the sneezing. First thing in the morning every morning is a liver um, that is, is backed up because at mile marker 15, the bowels are slower at mile marker 15 than they normally are. And so that might be why some days that child can get away with not having a sneezing attack or go out in the sun and not have a sneezing attack. But by other means, they struggle because their system is sluggish and bogged down at those different mile markers. When I wake up, I don't sneeze, but I do always have to blow my nose. Is that, okay. is that the same? Or? No, you should still be able to make it. Okay, so when you're sleeping, you're parallel, right? So you're not wiggling your tailbone. You're not getting that cerebral spinal fluid movement pump pumping mechanism that activates your lymphatics, that maximizes that flow of trash waste and debris through your system and moving towards the to the exit strategy or the processing plant, the liver and the kidneys. So uh, you we we see that and then um, the the if your sinuses are congested in the morning, every morning, I would say going back to our air filter situation, are we purifying our air? Okay, we are. Check. Are we eating mucus-forming foods? Are we eating inflammatory foods? I was looking at a stool test yesterday, and it showed, I mean, their gluten, uh, anti-gladin markers were off the rails. So I went back and looked at the old one we did a year ago, and guess what? The gluten was off the rails. I said, you're eating gluten. And she goes, I said, the test doesn't lie. I mean, the poop doesn't uh, lie. That's right. In this case, the poop tells the truth. Yeah. And um, and we then we went down two markers more, and we see massive inflammation from the foods that she's eating. We then we go down one marker more, and we see a leaky gut, meaning she's got perforation holes in her digestive lining that is allowing undigested microorganisms, metals, chemicals to penetrate across into the bloodstream, creating irritation, inflammation, and bogging the system down. And, and that could, in and of itself, the body could say, whoa, 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 I can't use that as a pathway. I'm going to use the, the liver. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back it up into the liver, back it up into the limp, and it now rests in the head. And then you get vertical, and your sinuses get you know draining once you get up, start moving around, drinking some water. And that's why when we wake up in the morning, one of the best things you could do is drink 8 to 12 to 16 ounces of water. Guzzle that stuff. You know, make sure it's a clean, purified, clear, uh, filtered water and guzzle it um, and wake up the body. That'll be a great way to just wake up the tissues and see if you do that for two weeks. Simply add water and see if you don't notice a change in your sinuses or changing, see a change in sneezing attacks. And you're thinking, all right, well, that's a lot of water for my kid. You start with, you know, a cup. Start with, you know, uh, what they were willing to chug down. That, av- uh, that, that big water push first thing in the morning, it, anything that's dry, anything that is kind of sluggish will get pushed really hard by a big old weight uh, bolus of water, and that will help move that down the line. And what if you ate something three days ago that's stuck at mile marker 15 causing all that liver ba- baggage, and if you drink that big old gust of water you know, this morning or yesterday morning or this mo- uh, tomorrow morning, and you push it that rock down, it slides you know, in th- three or four mile markers. 
in the digestive tract, then you're you might have a new symptom, but at least it's out of the way. Or what if there is nothing at and there's no traffic? You ever like gotten through the traffic jam and all of a sudden there was nothing. What was holding up like, everything, right? Yeah, you just yeah. you say to yourself, that is bizarre. Right. And I just think we can't see anatomically inside of our tissues. It'd be great if we could. I can go poke around and palpate and feel and get a feel for like what I'm noticing. But at the end of the day, like you can't see inside yourself. And if you're right. not astute enough to learn how to poke and prod on your body to find where your ails are and then know how to like maximize the excretion rate, then you need help. It reminds me of those memes where there's a guy like either mining for diamonds and then there's there's two guys and one kind of stops and he's like right there at the breakthrough. But then someone else kind of just doing their race, doing what they the best that they can with the knowledge they have and learning. And you get that breakthrough. And then at the end, it's like, wow, this is way better than before. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not I mean, it's more airy. It's more rich. <laughs> it's more freedom. Yeah, totally. And so, you know. At Living World Clinical Nutrition Center, our number one goal is to find the underlying cause of the diseases that people are dealing with. We want to teach people how to live better, be better, and stay better, better through food because food matters. And what you put in your mouth day in and day out will make or break you. It will cause your body to feel great or it will tear your body down. Whew. We can't have that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, here we are going down uh, into the holidays, and we know that it's easy to overindulge. So just a last, you know, kind of to do before we shut down the show today, one, a reminder, tonight's holiday baking class, 6.30 p.m. at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. That's at 322 East Main Street, or you can give us a call at 281-554-8600. And then our upcoming Black Friday special. You w- you definitely want to take advantage of that. We have people that spend you know a good amount of dollars uh, in our office. So this opportunity to take advantage of uh, a discount on all your supplements is an absolute win. Um, and so we definitely want to encourage you to you know uh, uh, be on a program so we you can take advantage of that that offer. And and then lastly, going into the holidays, going into the hustle and bustle of the the stress season. Make sure that you have stress supplements, Adapterin, Mendran, Nevaton. That's my trio. It works every time. It's like Novocaine. Just give it time. It always works, but no drugs. It's pretty awesome. Then secondarily, make sure that you have Zypan and make sure you have Enzacor at the table. This is digestive enzymes. This is stomach acid support. This supports your belly. This supports the way that your body breaks down food and maximizes the absorption rate and maximizes the delivery of the nutrients in the system when the system is you know, being overfed. Because I know some of you might still be in the overfeeding category. But then inventory it. Just log it. Put it on a food log. Look at what you eat. Take it inventory and go, you know, I didn't need seven slices of pizza that was might a little bit extreme yeah i should have given that one to my daughter when she said she wanted that <laughs> she said she was hungry and i was like i'm hungry i'm hungrier <laughs> and um and so anyway uh it, it 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 is this idea that if you know there's a party this weekend be mindful of what you do this week to get ready for it and then bring those enzymes alongside you so that you can break down that food that meal I, I oftentimes always pull out a bottle of Zypan and Enzacor, set it on the table, share it with the friends. As at we the break holiday bread. party? Yeah, because at yeah. the end of the day, if they can break down the food better, I mean, nobody can contest the reality that they're overeating. And so, therefore, if I offer a digestive aid, a support, if you will, all of a sudden the body gives that support and uh, or gets that support and then breaks down the food, maximizes the nutrient delivery, and voila, game time. And so, you know, at Living Well, we are solution finders. 
So no matter what health issue you're dealing with, no matter where you're at on the health journey, if you're not proud of the place you are currently, if you need some additional insight, if you just want to take your wellness to a whole new level of energy, vitality, and longevity, give us a call because we have support programs that will maximize the optimization of, of true wellness in your life today. And when's the best time to plant an oak tree, Guardy? Right now. Yes. Well, a long time ago. 50 years ago. Yeah. But the next best time is right now because today, and, and I was just, you know, talking, uh, listening to a, 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 my pastor speak the other day about a now type faith. And, you know, I want to claim that now like faith over you and your family over the holidays and that you are not stuck in, you know, wanting, but you're, you're reaching for new knowledge, new insight, new direction. And just like my dad called me to be a generation jumper, you know, I call you guys to be a generation jumper in your health and and li live better than your up upline you know live stronger than your upline be more active than your upline like your kids want you to be your family needs you to be your life can get you'll enjoy more aspects of life if you start getting the dude grooving today by staying moving so there's so many facets of health and wellness that we offer at living well we uh, will teach you and grow you develop your mind so that you can tackle challenges that come at you day in and day out so god bless all of you we're so excited for those that are tuning in that tune in every week i always get excited with the uh, the, the questions that y'all are bringing to the table y'all are starting to get the hang of it i'm enjoying the fielding of the question y'all are keeping me sharp and making me better and uh, so far you know we're you know We'll keep doing the best we can and answering questions and, and uh, enjoying the time together. So God bless you all. May the Lord continue to shine His beautiful, wonderful, lovely face upon you. And we'll see you guys tonight at the Holiday Baking Class, 6.30 p.m. at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center.